20. Yo, don't we have a podcast to do? Right. Welcome to the crazy show, two unordinary souls Kissing, tell, cause life is self, tweaking rocks are in control Got a lot of things to share, hit the deck, the shit gets scary Shit gets weird, but it's okay, acid breath got shit to serve Going. Thanks for coming to the Acid Rats podcast. For all of you, I'm Roxy Vale. And I am Twiggy. So, how's your week been? My week's been alright. Like, um, um, I obviously, like we talked about last time, I'm visiting a friend and traveling was kind of weird. The airport was like a, like, like very post apocalyptic. Um, it was so dead. And I got in and out in under 15 minutes. <laughs> I have never been through airport security, baggage claim, and you know all that ticket printing in under 15 minutes in my life. Like, <laughs> see, I've never been on a plane, so like I don't know the whole process. Like I, you know, <laughs> I. So all I have is reference off of like movies, like. You know, so I don't really know, like, the experience of, like, how liberating it is to just go through airports with, like, ease. Yeah. Um, I've not, Well, I haven't been on airplanes, like, that many times. Like, I'd say less than 10. That's less than 10 more times than I have. <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably, I'd say around five or less, I'd say. No more than five. Um... But yeah, that was pretty interesting. I mean, um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, what about you? What about me? What did, did you do this week? <laughs> Nothing. I'm in quarantine. <laughs> this is true. I'm like, how's quarantine life treating you? I'm like, I'm not working. Um, I'm in the house, and I'm watching stuff. And I'm I ordered some stuff offline. I ordered this uh. Uh, like pajama ducky pajama set from this uh, Depop seller named Internet Girl or iGirl Bella or whatever, and the packaging is great. I'm so I love Bella so much. Excited to like try it on and like take pictures in it, and I'm everything. sure you're gonna look really cute. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited because I love Bella, and I'm so glad you have. I grow merch. <laughs> like, yes, and I also bought uh, some stuff. Oh, not really some stuff. A chain necklace from Gloom Tomb Dwellers uh, Shop. And yeah, if you guys haven't shopped at Gloom Tomb yet, what are you doing? Right, support small businesses, man. Yeah, because a lot of you will give your money to like Dolls Kill and like Killstar and all of them, and they have very cheaply made, you know, jewelry that's made out of plastic and it's lightweight and you know mass produced when you can support a small business like gloom tomb where one everything's handmade two the jewelry has weight to it and three it's just better quality yeah and better pricing because you know 
um, Killstar and Dolls Kill will overcharge you for a flimsy piece of plastic, and Bloomtomb will charge you really reasonable prices, like really reasonable for the quality of, you know, what you're getting. It's very good pricing. But yeah, I feel like you all should support, so do that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Dwella. Mm-hmm. Anywho, about that Tiger King, though. <laughs> no, before we get into that, we can talk about our TikTok. That oh my god, yeah. So, dudes, we did a TikTok collaboration with our friends, and it was very awesome. It, oh, yeah, you, it was... You seem like you got it. <laughs> yeah, it was very awesome. Like, we all did like the makeup brush transformation challenge but it was for it was like a black alternative or black goth black alternative version because and um we we generated a lot of positivity and a lot of people felt very positively represented and we got noticed by larger pages like afropunk and like shelly d'inferno shared us and Quite a few, and I'm really proud. Like, I'm really proud of us because representation matters, and I'm glad that we did something collectively as a group, and it has such an impact. I'm just glad that they took pity on me and included me. Because <laughs> I'm literally infiltrating their space. But yeah, like, I, I'm glad that we did it, and I'm glad that it had the impact and reach that it did, you know, because... A lot of other people probably feel like underrepresented, like they want to be able to do things like that, but they're like, oh, I don't have enough followers or, oh, I'm not a model or an influencer. And I, so I feel like I can't dress like that or I can't do challenges like that. And it's like, there were quite a few people in our video that have no modeling experience. We're not influencers. They were just regular people like you know some of them like obviously the majority of them like i think the majority of them were models and influencers yeah but like there were at least quite a few of them that weren't that just were just regular people who just are alternative and black and i'm glad that they were you know wanting to do it and not feeling like intimidated like oh i don't want to do it with you guys you know so i'm really happy that that happened yeah it was a really fun experience and um hopefully we can do more stuff like that in the future for sure. I feel like we have a dream team together and I feel like we would we'd make some really good we'd make some really good content as a group. I yeah. feel. I like my individual TikTok content as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying like um in general like the group that we did the video with, we do want to like collaborate more often. So like at least every now and then you're going to see more videos with that group of people, you know. Yeah. Along with, of course, obviously our individual TikTok endeavors. Are- and can we just talk about the fact that we got so many haters? Oh my God. Who just like, okay, what really bugged me about the whole thing was that like, everyone, no one could just be happy. It was all, why didn't, why wasn't I included? Why didn't anybody tell me? Why didn't da 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 da? Why wasn't I not included? Why wasn't I not? I'm like, it can only, one, it can only be so long. Two, it wasn't my idea like the tiktok trend is a trend you could just make your own yeah but the thing is like 
they act like, oh, well, you should have recommended me. You should have referred me. I'm like, it wasn't my project to just, you know, it wasn't, I, I was asked. Like, it wasn't like, you know, you know, I was, it's kind of like when you get invited to like the cookout and then like, you're like, oh, well, can I, I'm just going to, you know, can I, can I, I, I know this is a small family gathering, but can I just bring a bunch of my friends? Like, it's just rude. It's not my event to just be adding people to. Like, why can't you just like, be supportive and be happy and make your own instead of trashing it. Like, why wasn't I included? Why don't I have the same? Like, and the thing is, they only ever started doing that when it started getting numbers. Because at first, when it was just like, you know, a couple first, thousand, yeah. like it was just like, oh, that's so cool, that's so cool, that's so cool. But then, like, when it got into like the hundred, like you know, up there, and then close to like a hundred thousand and like more, like then it was all, oh, well, why didn't I, why would, wasn't I jumping on this? So like, I could have been, I could have done the better job. Like I could have done it, like, and even though like I, um, cause when Coco had, re- like when she had hit me up about it, you know, I told her that I would, you know, like, recruit, you know, a bunch of cool people that I feel like, you know, either were really good influencers or people who, were not influencers, but I feel like deserve more, they deserve more space than they are granted, you know? And I'm like, cause these, a lot of people like are very, just in general, very sweet people, very stylish, very knowledgeable about, you know, alternative culture. And they deserve, you know, they deserve that. And I'm glad that like, and then there are certain people like, okay, I could have asked them, but I didn't want to because it wasn't just about oh, this person is really, really alternative, so let me ask them. I'm like, no, I have to put a lot of things into play when I was picking people, because we were going to be a group, and I didn't want to pick anybody who was going to create beef or have any type of drama, and I'm glad that I chose the people that I recruited, I chose well, because if I had recruited all the people who looked cool or whatever, had an aesthetic, and but they're the same type of people who are like, why wasn't I in this? Da-da-da-da. Like, that type of attitude wouldn't have been good anyway. And I wouldn't have wanted to feel it. Because you would, you know, I could tell, I would be able to tell that. Like Cardi B said, why you gotta be a, why, why how, how come you do this and I can't? Why can't you, why, why, why can't you just be like, okay, well, you know. How do I get, ne- how do I how, get next? How do I get next to you? How do you, how do I, I, if you can do this, I can do it too. Like, you know. Not, yeah, because like. Why, you, not a, why you and not me? Like. Exactly. And it's like. Because there was, because like obviously it was like very coincidental because when we were planning our video, we had no idea about the first one that had surfaced and that one has, you know, million, like maybe 2 million views or whatever, maybe more now, but like it kind of, it dropped the same day we were like getting everybody's, you know, finishing touches up. So then we dropped ours the next day. And thankfully, like the people, I contacted a lot of the people in the video to see how they felt about it. And they were all very supportive. And like, you shouldn't have had to do that because I mean, they can't act like, they have no right to act like they're not themselves, you know, hopping on a trend. Like, you know, they can't, they have no room to be like, oh, we're the only black alternative people. So nobody else can do it. Like it's a trend, it's a TikTok trend. So like, it's not like, it was original content that we stepped on or stole a concept from. It was like, uh, everyone was doing this trend. Like, Yeah, I mostly asked them like how they felt. Um, I mostly asked them how they felt about, you know, um, the timestamps, like of us releasing our video 
like the day after theirs instead of like waiting or whatever, you know, like, and I was glad that they were very supportive and like followed a bunch of us and da 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 da. But that's because they themselves chose a group of people who were not dramatic, you know, and we chose a group that's not dramatic because had it been somebody else, like a lot of these people who wanted to be in it, who can do their own, but had it been any of them, they would have probably been salty about it and been and really I rude. I still haven't seen any of them post their own. Yeah. They've just, I've only seen one other one where, but they were all full of positive people. Yeah, I was going like, to say, like, I'm talking about from the people yeah. that were like, why not me? Like, I didn't I still have seen yet to see any of them post any. Like, I've seen other black alternative, like, uh, uh, people, like, people doing it and like the little, tr- Tra- uh, train thing whatever and it's good yes like slay you do you like bless up but like exactly because i love the people who saw this and saw it and was like i ooh, love this let's, I, do let's, do, let's do one let's do one let's, yes. let's get our friends together let's do one that's what i love seeing when i see like oh and then tagging other people being like we should make one you know and i'm like yay like but those oh why not me i'm like um there's a reason like because you did one because you didn't make it because yeah. you can't get clout off of content you didn't create yet like yeah i'm like it's like me like oh why am i not a famous singer i have not had one song yet but i can do that yeah well now then do it and then do it then <laughs> exactly like but i'm really glad that our um i'm glad that we had such a positive like experience for the most part I've gained like a thousand Instagram followers. I know within like the past like couple days. Yeah, at least two or three days, mm-hmm. and it is wild. I've never gotten that many followers in one day, because like the first day I think I got like four hundred followers, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What?" The most I may get in a day is like five. Same, you know. And it was like every time I go in on my my Instagram, it was like so like ten new followers, twenty new followers, five new followers. 25 new followers like i know i'm like, like i must want to check 11 followers just by refreshing my instagram <laughs> like it's crazy like i'm just so proud of us yeah i am i'm really i'm really ecstatic about it because like it really meant a lot that we were able to have something like that mm-hmm. and i'm glad that like um <laughs> And like uh, there was other people, not gonna name names, mm-hmm. <laughs> like L O L O L O L, who like rage made a video being mad about not being included, and I'm like, well, you're a literal trash human being, like you're not a good person. Yeah, like even if you wanted to do one of your own, it'd probably just be you, and maybe like a couple of other simps who are just like you, you know. But again. It's like, you know, I can't support somebody who's just nothing but negative all the time. Like, just not a good person mm-hmm. at all. And has no intention of ever, like, being or want to be a better person at all. Like, to the point where this person literally said that they enjoy bullying and, like, being mean and, like, you know, hating on people. I'm like, why? It takes so much less effort to just, you know... Let that shit go. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like if you're not going to, if you're going to like, it's one thing if you, if it's just like a personality thing, like, oh, like people could take somebody who's very outspoken as, oh, that's rude because you're supposed to be quiet. But it's another thing when you just literally intentionally want to be rude. 
and people like that this is why they don't get where they don't they don't have good karma and why they're where they're at and i'm like i every opportunity i've had like it was always a blessing it was always a blessing and the people that i worked with or collabed with they were just like you're so sweet like and i'm just i i try to be very positive and give out so much like good karma and just not for even karma points just because i'm just my general is i don't like being a shit person <laughs> exactly and even in regards to karma like you kind of just do the whole like i don't want that to happen to me so i'm not going to do that to somebody else you know you know like it's just not that hard to be a decent human being like it takes more effort to be a shit person than it just it really does because you could easily just i mean take it from somebody who used to be very very toxic I have like just I've grown so much over the years and like I, I it's I don't focus on I tried like I'm trying really hard not to focus on negativity I don't I just I just support content creators I just I I'm all about like helping everybody glow up and like you know being there for people and you know having fun and you know I'm not worried about what other people are like. I, I'm not worried about like, oh, well, this person's got like a lot of followers and I can't keep up. I'm like, listen, I do what I do. I do what inspires me. I make the content that I like. I work with the people that I like. I don't do anything out of my comfort. Like, you know, and that puts too much stress on my mental health. Like, if I don't feel like it's going to benefit me mentally, like, I don't exert myself into it. Like, I, I've just, over the time, like, I've noticed, like, just how much lighter I feel when I'm not just like surrounding myself with like, you know, having to compare myself to other people or like, you know, da da da. I'm like, I just do what I, I, I literally just vibe. I'm literally at that point where I'm like, I just vibe and I, I create what I create. Honestly, I like the stuff that I create more now than I did before when I was like, ah, oh, I gotta like, I gotta keep posting pictures because like, you know, da 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 and I don't want my algorithm to be all bad and da 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 and I haven't posted in this, so I gotta, you know, I'm like, cause then it just, my content just looked rushed and it looked like I didn't put any thought into it. And although yes, do I shit post on TikTok and whatever and make dumb posts, yes, but I genuinely enjoy all of my content. There's nothing on my TikTok or nothing on my Facebook now that I'm just like, you know, that was really rushed. I really didn't need to do that. Like I just really just didn't wanna, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm over I'm over it <laughs> like and I feel like I wish that other people were just more like that they would just focus on their own creative endeavors and just stop trying to uh what about me on yeah everything. I feel like if it's one thing to like see somebody with like more followers or more success and like you know like use that as like motivation for you and be like oh like I want to get there you know like so of course, yeah, but it's like, not. But it's not, not like a why yeah, this person. Not, it's more me. of a like, oh, I want to get to this so I can sit up, like, be up there too. Not you don't deserve this because I, should, da, da, be. I should be there. You don't deserve it. Like that's too. Nah, listen, I deserve. You deserve where you need to be at, and I deserve the. I, I deserve to be up there too. Like, and exactly. I'm gonna do whatever I need to do and to put out the content that I like to get me where I need to be. Exactly, and then like, because sometimes like when I do get discouraged about it. Because, you know, you're always going to want yeah, more you're, success. You're, you're human. Yeah, especially. But I just try not to, like, focus yeah. on it too much, you know? Because it's like, you're going to get discouraged sometimes, especially when your financial situation, you know, isn't, you know, where you needs to be. And you're like, man, I wish I had more so that I could provide for myself, you know? Like, 
and things like that. I wish I had more opportunities to like, you know, put my, cause like a lot of the times, like a lot of the comparisons, like I may feel is mostly financial. Like where I'm like, wow, I could be so much further because I know I'm talented. I know I'm worthy, but it's just that I don't have the money to put towards my talent. So no, there's no way I can showcase it. I don't have a medium to showcase it. And like, but then it's one thing to just be like, oh, just a hater, you know, like, yeah, because I mean, all I do is like when I see stuff like that, like I follow people who are more successful and things like that. But it makes me want to be like, I want to that keeps me because if I follow people who are if I only follow people who have less than I do, I'm going to always feel like, oh, I'm comfortable because, you know, like you want to surround yourself with more people with people who you know inspire you to level up and like because I think about myself and yeah I, I try to surround myself with people who inspire me not intimidate me yeah and it's like I think about like because whenever I get discouraged about where I am right now I think about where I was x amount of time ago and how where I am right now is where I wanted to be where I would be like oh my goodness I would die if I got this type of exposure or if I got this many followers, if I got my photo taken by this person or whatever. And then remembering when those are the things that I wanted to do and then I'm doing them. And then I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I'm like, and just enjoy what you have, you know, because you did want this. Yeah. Even though like part of me, like the creator in me is like, okay, I reached that goal. What's next? You know, like, but then sometimes I have to think like, okay, yes, I reached the goal. What's next? But I should enjoy the goal that I reached instead of being like, that bam. Way, to me, I, I feel like if you enjoy the goal and then, you know, it gives you time to like actually have something well thought out for your next project instead of like, oh, bam, bam, bam. I got to do this thing so that everything just looks like you didn't really put too much time in it because you, you can just tell that like you were just trying to push out content, not just put out what you were proud of. Yeah. That's why, that's why, like, um, every time I'm tempted to do something like that, I'm always just like, you know what, don't, because you're going to be upset that you put together content that was rushed and then it doesn't get the genuine feedback that you expected because it's not really genuine to you, you know, and then you're going to yeah. be mad that, so, I mean, it would have been, like, much better on your self-esteem if you just waited and just put out something that you liked, and then, you know, because then at least if it doesn't get the traction that you hope, at least you personally like it instead of being like, it didn't get the traction and I don't even really like it that much. Yeah. Because if it doesn't get the traction at the time, I can always delete the post and reshare it again because I'd be like, well, you know what? May not have gotten its shine right now, but I like it. I like it a lot and I have, I'll have a lot of faith in this. But you know what? I'll delete it now. I'll let it run its course now. I'll delete it now. And then I'm like, it's going to come back because it's too good, you know, not to come back, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, because like, even with like, uh, TikTok and everything like I I before this like I never used to like watch my own content after I up uploaded it but like I find myself watching my TikToks all the time I'm just like because <laughs> I genuinely enjoy it whereas before it was just more so I was just trying to get likes or trying to you know prove myself or whatever and I'm like so I was just like well I gotta do this because everyone else is doing this and da -da -da. I'm like but now it's like I and like, even when I had my old Instagram account, like, I know for a fact, like, a lot of it, I did get really lazy because I knew I was just going to get likes. And so I was just putting out content just to fix, just to keep my algorithm going. And a lot of the content on there, I was just like, it didn't even make it to my new page because I was like, it wasn't even that great. I, you can tell I was just putting out stuff just to put out stuff. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I swear I was never going to do that again. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's why you'll, if you go on my Instagram, there will be times where I don't post for like a week or two, like, cause I want to make sure that the next thing that I post is something that I legitimately want to post on there. Yeah. Cause like even back, like in the day, like when, um, like when, like I was like popping on Facebook and like, I would post something and then like, I'd be so sad, like when it would get, when this one post or whatever would get like a lot of shares or like a lot of, you know, popularity. And then I'd be like, well, how do I keep up that momentum? And then I would, not like I would like rush content, but I would just, the energy that I put into it, I would be like, how do I keep up? You know, and how do I, what's, I need, I need like, and then like I put it out and I'd be so sad that I would be like, oh, I guess that means I'm not a talented creator. And then I realized, actually, I am talented. Maybe I just, then I just decided the whole, like, it wasn't appreciated this run around. I'll just delete it and repost it instead of thinking like, oh, it wasn't yeah. appreciated. I guess I'm not a good creator or maybe I'm, I'm losing my touch or, you know, like, because like even back then, like I thought when I thought I had, you know, like when I thought I was popping or whatever, like I was like, oh man, like this is the best it's ever going to get. I can't believe I've fallen so far. And then like, once I stopped caring as much, like obviously I'm going to always care about my art, but once I stopped caring about the numbers, you care about your art, not the numbers. Yeah. And then once I started that, then my content just got better and more creative anyway, because I'm like, you know what? I would much rather plan a shoot or something and have that shoot marinade for a month, you know, like in the making and then come out with content that I'm very proud of. Mm -hmm. than just get some random photographer who'll shoot me for free and you know just stand in front of a brick wall and be like oh i need new content you know yeah like yeah, I, i'm really proud i will yeah i i'm really proud of like just the the things that we're doing and just like the different mindset that we have going into doing things because i will admit my old mindset was so toxic and i was always wondering why i was always just so depressed and so creatively discouraged i'm like well duh of course I am because I know for a fact that what I'm doing isn't making me happy exactly and then on top of that like I was following way too many white content creators and then I'm you know me as like a black creator who puts so much effort into my art and then following so many white creators who do the bare minimum and then getting like 4,000 times more, you know, appreciation just would discourage me. And then after a while, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna not follow those pages because if I'm not seeing it, I'm ca- I can't compare myself, you know, as much, you know? Yeah. Then I'm in my bubble and they're in their bubble doing their thing instead like, of me I, torturing myself. I follow, like, I, I just, I follow things that inspire me, like, you know, no matter like, you know, gender identity, race, whatever. I just don't, I don't follow basic people. So like, if you're like white and I see you getting 4,000 likes on a photo, it's cause I'm looking at your stuff. And, and I like, say it's good content. It's really freaking good. And I'm like, ah, that is. That makes sense. Like it, when not, yeah. Cause like I do follow, of course, obviously I do follow white content creators, but now it's like, I follow them because they actually post things that inspire me. And a lot it of it does like inspire me. So like, like I follow a lot of like, of course, like, you know black makeup artists white makeup artists whatever yeah but like it's like eccentric makeup art so it's like it's seeing eccentric makeup art makes me want to like practice more and it makes me feel like oh i'm getting better i can do i'm gonna try to do more like you know artistic makeup and you know and 
and just making me fall in love with like makeup and dressing up and like being creative with my style again because I knew that like I was kind of getting into a rut of stuff because it was like you know I was always just like you know working and you know just going home and like you know and I didn't really stimulate myself or find anything that was like visually inspiring to me mm-hmm. and then it's like being on like you know seeing like the you know, makeup videos and like tiktoks and like being in makeup groups and like following people and it's like seeing it makes me want to like work harder and like i am gotten so much better you know just with for, it helped my content get better because i was like man like yeah content sure <laughs> hits different when you're making it out of because you're inspired not yeah cause you're, you know yeah because like for sure like especially because like a lot of like the white content creators that i followed were like within my community like if i'm modeling you know i'd follow you know another local model to show support you know because that's just the kind of person that i am i'm like oh okay we're all local i'm gonna support and then i'm like you know what not all locals deserve my support you know yeah so and it just it used it would exhaust me because i'd be like wow like these really really pale models who like pose awkwardly have awkward facial expressions they're not fluid with their movements or their hands or their face it's just like and but then they get thousands and thousands of likes just because they're pale and i'm like then I'm just like, you know what? I don't have to sit there and follow you just because we're part of the same local community or something. I could just not and then follow just the creators within my community who actually inspired me. And then I'm like, just like, I will never, I will like, I will stand Hillary until I die. I will follow her content until she no longer posts. And, yeah. you know, like things like people like that within the community who just inspire me. And there's no point in following people who don't inspire you to be better. Yeah, because like all that did was just make me hate myself more because I'm like... And it's also like following what inspires you specifically helps you not be doing the same thing that everyone else around you is doing. Because it's like, yeah. you're only following uh, people that, you know, are like locals and like whatever. All you're seeing is what they're doing. So you kind of mentally, you'll just kind of get in the pattern of, okay, this is what I'm seeing. This is what uh, they're, everyone's doing. And so maybe I should do it too. Instead of like just following what makes you, what inspires you. You're like, you know what? I'm because I saw this one person with a, I don't know, giraffe neck. I'm like, uh, is this giving me, this is giving me some animalistic tribal time, you know? I have a constant, like, but then like, nobody else in here is in, because, you know, they're on- Doing their own thing, you know? Their own thing that like, that's pop trending in the, the local community. And I'm over here on Mars, it's just like, like looking at like- Something, something else. else. And so when I come up with a creative, like a, a photo sh- concept, it's like, oh, of course the photographer, local photographer is gonna do it. Cause it's like, no one around has asked me to do this. Exactly. And Cause they're all kind of doing the same thing. Exactly. And like, that's also why I like started to like unfollow a lot of people because like one, like I would post my own content and I'd be happy about it. But then like, like people would scoff at it. Like different photographers would, I'd post in groups and local photographers would just laugh at it you know like they wouldn't take me seriously as a creator or an artist or a model or any type of anything and um and then because they would think my ideas were ridiculous you know and there was only a limited amount of photographers who would actually want to do my ideas and for that I was like super happy about and um so that's like but then but that's one of the reasons why I had to like unfollow people because they were making me feel bad about myself. They were making me feel bad about like my complexion. They were making me feel bad about just myself as an artist and made me feel like I wasn't really an artist because like I didn't look like the rest of them and I wasn't 
making the same content as them and you know like and then i know you were saying that like a lot of them and you would share your stuff in like groups and like a lot of them would like laugh at it but then go recreate something yeah. similar to it with a some, model. yeah with like a yeah they would recreate it and like even if it's something like um i'd post something and like um just like uh those pictures that i posted uh like last year and that in Dwello's big blue dress or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I posted those. I love those. Me too. And like, you're with the, in the, the neon, like, with the smoke and the stuff? No, no, no. And, like, the, um, when I had, like, the short blue hair and, like, the big fluffy dress. And oh, was, that was, one. Like, oh, that one, that one, that one, yeah. Yeah, like, I posted, um, uh, <clears throat> I had, like, uh, posted those pictures in, like, groups, and I thought they were great. But that was, like, when I first started back, like, really modeling. And, like, people would laugh at them in, like, the groups and things like that. And then, like, I saw another photographer try to, like, recreate that same aesthetic, you know, with, like, a paler model. But it wasn't, like, obviously not the same dress because I think Dwella got that, like, thrifted or something like that. I'm not sure. But, like, um, but they, like, recreated it as in, like, the same type of backdrop and then, like a big fluffy um like a big fluffy uh royal blue dress but it was just a different style and it was kind of going off of the same lighting and like you know vision that I had and I was like wow so you laugh reacted it when I did it but the only reason why it was funny was not because of the concept but because darker skin was doing it and like so a lot of so like a lot of that made me discouraged about it and like so I felt like I wasn't really a good or talented creator so I just unfollowed a lot of people and um because of that it helped me get my esteem back because I wasn't constantly looking at people within the community who were toxic people and who would you know because a lot of those photographers who were rude to me you know were later on x-listed but like you know at the time like I didn't know them so like um and it just yeah it just makes me I'm glad that like I changed my surrounding so that I could be inspired because I still follow a lot of people within the community but it's only the people who are inspirational and near people I see and I'm like you know what I want to eventually achieve that instead of having to follow people who don't really necessarily care about the art they just care about the clout and then they make you feel bad because you care about the art and then they're like oh, well, you're being stupid because that's not going to get you any followers. That's not going to get you any clout. And I'm like, well, I'm not... As much as I would love clout, you know, but I'd rather love clout doing my own thing. I wouldn't just be like, oh, I want to do this concept solely for the clout. Like, I'd be like, well, if not the content that was going to give me a lot of clout is something I genuinely liked, then, like, I'll just do it. But, like, yeah, and, like, a lot of them thought I was stupid for, like, the content that I did post because they'd be like, that's not going to get you any clout. Like, and I'm like, I don't... I don't care. think about it with the clout in mind. I thought about it with the concept that I liked and I was like in the photographer who had the style that I wanted and and I'm glad now that since I've gotten more known in the past like two years more photographers are willing to shoot with me for free because <laughs> like when I first uh moved out here like no one wanted to really I, mean, like, I get it you know you gotta yeah. pay your dues you, you gotta know? pay your dues yeah and like no one because like but then it would kind of annoy me because like they would shoot other people who didn't have modeling experience for free but they were pale so you know like 
they had the look, you know? Cause like at first I thought, okay, yeah, I'll pay, I'll pay my dues, yeah, I get it. But then there would be like a lot of people who like, oh, I've never modeled before, this is my first photo shoot and da 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 and like, and then it'd be like, or this, I've only been modeling for a little bit, like this is like my second or third photo shoot ever. And, and I'm like, so you're not gonna charge this unprofessional, not unprofessional, but you know, like, um, not as like skilled, inexperienced, inexperienced you know, model who could possibly look awkward and ruin your portfolio versus a model who does have experience and, you know, like, and so, but I'm, I am happy that, but then like, but then like nowadays, like the same photographers who were like, who would laugh, react my stuff and like belittle my art are like now trying to hit me up. And I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm leaving your messages on red because yeah. like, how dare you? Like, and I'm pretty sure after whatever, the wave of like this um, happens when that ends, like whatever happens with that, I'm pretty sure more people are gonna wanna be like, oh, Roxy, let's shoot. I always wanted to work with you. I'm like, no, you didn't. Cause no, you if didn't. you wanted to work with me, you would have reached out. You know how easy it is to book a shoot with me? Very easy <laughs> to be like, hey, I would love to shoot with you. And I'm like, let me look at your work. I like your work, cool beans. When are you available? <laughs> like, So like, if you really wanted to shoot with me, you would have just messaged me and I would have given you a time when I would be available. Like. So like I yeah so I'm glad that like now at least I have a set group of photographers that I work with and that I just rotate between and I'd rather have because I'm like as much as I wish I could just be like oh yeah I'm shooting with like all the photographers and da 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 but I'm like I'd rather shoot with a few handful just and rotate between them who actually plus, respect my you know art. who respect your art bring out the best in your art mm-hmm. instead of just someone just to shoot with someone you know yeah and then I also thought about it and I'm like you know I'm glad that I don't really shoot with a lot of people a lot of different photographers because I feel like a lot of them would like water down water down your vision but yeah they'd water down my vision they'd brighten my skin too much and like um and then like say like I'm gonna manifest into the universe if I become super famous I don't, not every photographer deserves the right to say like, oh, I have retro photos of Roxy Vale. Like, no, you don't know. Cause like, you don't support my art. You just wanted the the clout. I'd rather have a photographer who legitimately likes my art. And I'd be like, yeah, bring out the best in and not just like, oh, this person has followers. Let me shoot with her. And then I get more followers and take off. And they're like, oh yeah, I shot with her too before all this happened. And I'm like, no, you're just using me as like a token or a badge or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no. See this what we not finna do. See this what we not finna do. This not what we about to do. Like literally though. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm not like saying like, oh, I'm so famous. People are just using me. Like no, but I'm just like you know when you can tell that somebody who isn't famous, but you can tell they have potential, and starting to see like people are starting to see that I have potential, and they're like, let me latch onto that just in case something happens. I want to say that I helped you get there. You know, even though. But luckily, you're a lot older mm-hmm. going through this. I know if you were younger, you would honestly think that they had your best interest at heart. Yeah. They really just legitimately cared about you and wanted to um, watch me succeed. Watch me no, succeed, yeah. No, you don't. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> exactly. So I'm glad, like, that's just not the case. And also, like, I'm glad that I'm able to spot that out more because I've had so many different friendships and, like, connections, you know, and have know what it's like to have people use you for the very little that you have because, like, I've never been like mega famous, but you know how somebody could be like, you don't even need to be famous. You could just have like a better job or you could have better friends or you could have better clothes or anything like that. And somebody could just use you for whatever you have if they don't have it, you know? Yeah. You could be the type of person who just always has weed. 
and they'll be like, oh, I want to use you for your drugs, even though you're not like a kingpin drug lord. You just have more than they do. You know, like people will use whatever they can use, Mm -hmm. no matter what the person has. And I'm glad that I'm able to spot that behavior, especially professionally. Mm -hmm. I'm not as good at figuring that out like domestically, you know, because when you hide under the guise of a friendship, you know, like it's a lot harder to masquerade, like you know, because like it's a lot easier to masquerade yourself, your intentions, because like it takes you a while to foster a friendship. And with that, with friendship, it takes a lot of grooming, you know? Yeah. And because like, it's not like we're doing set projects all the time. It's just us hanging around each other. So like a person could have ill intentions, but then hang out with you for like four hours, like several times, you know, and you don't know that they have ill interest in you until like they backstab you or something. And mm-hmm. then it's too late, you know, <laughs> like, cause you would have thought like, okay, this wasn't the person I could like trust with my life. But I thought they were at least, at least a homie, you know, like, somebody to hang out with and I realized like even that like some people don't even deserve to have proximity at all even if it's just because you know they don't have good intentions in mind you know that's why I'm you know what like I know this year sucks but like I'm only gonna focus on what inspires me and what I feel is best in my in my best interest I'm done letting other people dictate what's in my best interest. I'm old enough now to know what I want and what I don't want and what, you know. What works and what doesn't. And so that's why, like, again, I only take on creative products that I legitimately enjoy, like my Depop and this podcast and, you know, whatever I'm doing. Like, I'm not, I I, I don't want to do something that can easily be corrupted by other people. Exactly. And I also don't want to do anything that I don't personally like Mm -hmm. because like even with this podcast like is it a famous podcast absolutely not absolutely not not even by a little bit we have zero clout but I do it because I like it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um I do it because the I I like it first and foremost that's the only reason I do I do it but it also helps that other people you know also enjoy also it. enjoy it because i never thought that our podcast would have even five listeners that would listen every week and the fact that there's quite a few people who legitimately listen to it every week and i'm like whoa because this podcast was made with all of you in mind you know yeah like art music everything yeah the theme song was written by you know people who believe in us the art was made by people who believe in us. It's listened to by people who believe in us. Like, it's not like there, I don't, for at least right now at this stage of the podcast, there's nobody who's involved with it who has ill intentions for us, you know? And that's how, see, at least for the most part, I hope not, you know? But, um, but, um, you know, I, uh, I'm glad that right now what's orbiting my space is just positivity and good people. And just supportive people who just want to see us do well. Yeah, you know, like I'm so here for this, you know, wave of like people supporting small creators and small businesses and, you know, small brands. Exactly. So and I'm like, I'm so appreciative because I would have never thought that um, I would have never thought that it would have gotten to be that because it's not like I am so far in my life like the fact that you all even listen to our podcast like who even are we no one literally no one. <laughs> you know and you all still are invested and 
that's why I mean obviously this season finale is I guess dedicated to you all because we wouldn't even have this many episodes if you all weren't listening to them yeah <laughs> yeah and um and seeing the comments and the outpours of people quoting the podcast or people like referring to it or being like oh I listen to it you know after work or you know listen to it while I clean I know and I, I love it Listen to it while I'm studying, lol, back when, <laughs> before quarantine and people were actually still in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think people are starting online classes now. So listen, stream this while you're quarantined, on oh, studying for your online classes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful to be at the point, because like, I'm glad, because years ago, I wouldn't have been able to put my energy into something creative like this consistently. Mm-hmm. And... I wouldn't have known. And also back then, like when I thought I was at, I guess, the height of it, because I was like, oh, well, I'm only going to be this age for this long. So this is probably the best it's going to get because I'm only getting older. So it'll only get worse. So I thought like, but then like back then I didn't have the momentum. Like there were people who would have made us a theme song or like really made us artwork, you know, like we didn't have that back then. And that really only comes with time. time and presence, you know? Yeah. I just thought that we would have faded away. And it's just so cool to think that, like... Like, the, the different, like... I wouldn't say a resurgence, because it's like, you know... it just I just never thought that, like, people would still care. Yeah, because, like... And obviously, like, those of you who followed the... Uh, who followed us, you know, years ago on our YouTube channel, like... It was not very consistent and, um, you know, like, but a lot of you also stuck around and then like this wave is more consistent of like us creating. And then like, so hearing you all like now there's like so much stuff that we're doing, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, exactly. And like people are um, referring to like referring to like people are referring to acid brats a lot, like a lot more than before, like. They would, there would be like a few people who'd be like, oh, I love Acid Brats. But like now it's like because of the podcast and you all sharing our podcast and like introducing your friends to our podcast that more people are like when they see us shared, you're like, oh my God, I love the Acid Brats. And I'm like, God. I'm like, this is the first time I've ever been referred to as something that I've been creatively doing. Like so happy. Like, and it's all because of you all, because I mean, all of you who were there for us before, you all showed more people our podcast and then they showed more people because we definitely have more momentum on our podcast than we did our YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, by a long shot. So I know like more than just the OG listeners were listening to the podcast. So I'm like, you know, exactly, which only happens with time. And I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't put the extra years in establishing friendships and connections and relationships with people, professional relationships and things like that to be like, okay, they believe in us and they want to invest their time and their creativity and their art, you know? Yeah, I I love that. But yeah, anyway, we were going to talk about Tiger King. We were going to talk about Tiger King. (laughs) So, anybody who's who's been stuck in quarantine or has owned a computer or a smartphone or any type of internet device, like, has either seen the memes or you all have been stuck watching it. But that was the worst, funniest thing I have ever haven't seen in a long time. Like, honestly, 
I have never been. I didn't. I went in there not knowing what to expect, Mm-mm. knowing to what to expect, but also not knowing what to expect at all. Yeah, because like every time I because people would post it and they'd be like, "Oh, this show is wild! It's wild!" And I'd be like, "Well, what's it about?" And then they're like, and then like, uh, first people described it as like people being obsessed with tigers and big cats and you know like luring people and I was like is it like about like bestiality and they're like no it's just weird you know (laughs) like and like and it's like the war like honestly everybody was absolute trash they all belong in jail like all of them all of them every person who was running anything belongs in jail yes like the only, right. people, only people who weren't trash were the employees because they, you know, just they were a lot of them were the young kids who were groomed and end up staying there way too long. Yeah, exactly. And the dude who got his arm bit off, like, Ugh. I felt one thing. The like, fact that Joe was literally like, basically, oh, uh, lol. So one of our workers got their arm bit off, lol. So there's stuff at the gift shop, like. <laughs> We can, you know, we can risk it. We're shutting everything down. You guys can uh, have like a, a, like a, basically, like you guys coming in later, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of these people were found, you know, years ago. So, like, Joe Exotic had, like, obviously groomed them and kind of made them have like this whole Stockholm thing about it. And so, his dedication after getting his arm bitten off, you know, he wanted to defend Joe so badly that after five days, just, came right back to work and no that couldn't have been me the cult exactly it was such trash and but the memes were hilarious and then people what really kills me is that people are like oh my god carol carol baskins she's like such a queen and she's such a savior and i'm like no she's trash she is trash like she is trash trash. like she's just trash but with a flower crown okay it's always to me it always is just like the same thing like the way how like white people do their respectability politics towards like us that's what they did pretty much with like carol and joe like they wanted to see joe as like the villain because he was more like trailer trash type and they wanted to super gay yeah and then they wanted to paint carol to be like this savior because she was hippy dippy with a flower crown and it's like no they were both doing the exact same thing just packaged differently you know (laughs) like it was the exact same thing because she would take them out of his cages just to put them in bigger cages but still it was like not really the best surroundings to have them in you know Mm -hmm. and like i feel like everybody on that show was a pedophile everyone everyone it was so gross like Like, do i feel bad that carol killed her husband no. no 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 because he was a fucking pedophile and he was a fucking groomer and like, he preyed on her when she was young, and he was very controlling, and he was just a very, you know, trash person. Um, but... Because there's a lot of things that I um, hated Carol for. Pushing her husband into a tiger's den is not one of them. No. No, there's so many things. Her overly involvement with them, those murderous PETA it was enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah, so much. And... Honestly, I think um, the what, the best part about that show was the songs. Oh, <laughs> slap after slap, you know? Here, kitty, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Like, it was so bad. It was the best. Like, 
it was the absolute oh god like every song i was like one they all sounded the same which made it even funnier (laughs) (laughs) two he had so many like so many but it didn't turn out that like he isn't the one singing the songs he's not i don't think so i didn't know that (laughs) i thought i don't know i think i don't know if that's a fact or not but i mean he wore so many hats like Dude was a singer slash magician slash merchandise salesman slash sex toy entrepreneur slash um mm, presidential candidate presidential can no yeah yeah uh government official or whatever oh yeah good government official yeah yeah he got the fact that he got like twenty percent of the vote in his state I was like <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> and like uh, and then on top of that animal owner I guess breeder yeah. i don't know and like he just has so many hats like he just like <laughs> everything I was like what else does he do he does everything he started the, uh, the, the one that had the, the pizzeria as well oh it would not even surprise me like he had his face on everything and like <laughs> the fact that he sold condoms with his face on it and i'm just like dude what was it he's like uh uh, you better vote for me, uh, but uh, if you, if you don't, either way, you're screwed or something like that. It's <laughs> so a slogan for like the condom. Yeah, and then I'm just like, dude, I would never use a Joe Exotic condom. Like, I feel like I have a higher chance of getting more STDs if I wo- if like I had someone wear it. Like, I feel like that would give me STDs. Like, <laughs> yeah, like no thanks. Like no thanks. That shit was crazy. So if you had like. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. I don't go in it thinking it's gonna like those stereotypical like true crime like you know documentaries series like super like you have to just like give it a chance to really marinate because there's people who are like after like ten minutes or fifteen minutes and they're like oh this is boring like just give it a chance because yeah the, believe me it gets so much worse yeah every episode is always it's something else <laughs> yeah it's like every episode gets just progressively worse and worse and worse and then it doesn't even, like what it has somewhat of a conclusion but not really no that's what i really believe is gonna be a season two i hope so because like it. they have to put the rest of them in jail like they have to they have like, to joe can't be the only one because <laughs> he wasn't the only one in the wrong like if you're gonna arrest one person you gotta arrest but them all him uh fucking paying that dude like a three to three thousand dollars who does three thousand dollars for a hit like that in itself like first of all he said that it was gonna be five thousand dollars and then he shortened it down to three. I'm like, this is how you know that, you know, okay, me, if I, me as somebody who's killed, okay, like, if I was somebody who's killed somebody before and I was like a hitman or whatever, I would not, uh, you know, kill someone for $5,000. Yeah, I'm like, what I would you? definitely take someone's money who's offered me $5,000 to kill somebody. Yeah, but I'm like, if, if I was a hitman, I would, you know, I would think hits would, you know, like, I feel like, you know, he's judging by, like, movies and things and, or, like, things I've heard or news things, like, they're usually several, like, hundred thousand dollars, you know, like, to get an actual, like, hitman, it's, like, at least a hundred thousand dollars. Like, you couldn't just pay someone five thousand, three thousand dollars. Three thousand dollars. To kill somebody. Like, if I summoned did that, I'd be like, yeah, of course I will. And I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this <laughs> Like, idiot, every time, when I saw that, it just made me think about horrible bosses. <laughs> when they hired that guy who did wet work, it was like, actually, it was like, $200. It's like, it's just $200? Yeah. Well, yeah. You thought that someone was going to kill somebody for $200? Yes. That was like, that scene is what made me think about um, 
that 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 because I was like you thought you weren't gonna get finessed like are you joking yeah <laughs> like yeah it was crazy but yeah I recommend it highly recommend so um I guess uh, for the last bit of this we're gonna read some um embarrassing stories. stories that you guys sent in and then some of them are gonna be ours as well so well uh, I guess we'll hop into that Time for some embarrassing stories. We had you guys um, send in some like embarrassing stories. We picked our favorite ones, so we're gonna read a couple of them while we have like the last bit of time. Time. <laughs> okay. Well, um, the first um, embarrassing story comes from. Do uh, they, they want their name said or? We'll, um, just give them, we'll give them a fake name. Yeah. How about boots? Boots. Yes. <laughs> okay. Boots's embarrassing story was when I was younger, like much younger and way more I- ignorant, I was keen to tell gay guys that I was totally cool with them, just generally said, as long as you don't afterwards. And I got used to being like, oh no, I totally accept responses. Then there was this one fateful day when there was this gay dude who just literally laughed. <laughs> and said you're absolutely ugly what makes (laughs) you think that you would be my type anyway and then said it loud enough to where everyone could hear me at that point I realized that was very ignorant and I was very much so put in my place and I was rightfully embarrassed thank goodness that was a long time ago but like I needed that cringe exactly god you I'm like I love when people get called out that's my favorite yeah and then another one is, um, Ludi Yolk, um, says, stop getting notifications. One time I drank, stop doing that. <laughs> one time I, um, drank a gallon of dumb ho juice and an act of stupidity poverty and desperation tried decorating my zombie nurse costume for Halloween with real blood I didn't want to cut myself but I just started free bleeding on the rags to give it an authentic effect I really thought I did something there there was an intervention because several people got really really grossed out and with my shenanigans no I'm not white I mean, I don't think that's embarrassing, to be honest. I mean, like, you did your art, and you used your blood for your art. Like, I don't... How is that embarrassing? (laughs) I really wouldn't say that's embarrassing. I think that's pretty cool. Pretty badass. I never understood, like, the whole, like, people with the, like, period blood. Like, oh, I'm so empowered. Like, oh, look at that. Like, I'm like just a bodily function like does it make you more... i mean yeah but it's just because we're always taught from a younger age we're supposed to hide it and be ashamed of it and like da 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 and so like using it as art is like saying like i'm not grossed out by it this isn't a gross thing it's a it's who it's part of my body i shouldn't be made to like hide it and people are like oh no one's supposed to know when you're on your period no one's supposed to you know like 
I think the the whole stigma of like it being a dirty, gross, disgusting thing, like I'm like, it's not, it's not, and I shouldn't be made to feel like it is. Like yeah, the act of it itself, no, but I would never understand why would you put it all over your clothes, it would smell. You know, like that type of blood just would smell, like that would just make you smell like you just pooped yourself all day. But yeah, um one of them is um so I got one um, embarrassing story. My first performance, I, f I fell, it was outside in the heat. I was performing to the Hannah Montana theme song because- Oh, I know who this is. <laughs> choices. And I tripped on concrete and had to get up and continue while it was all recorded perfectly. I mean, <laughs> I think uh, they said that was like their first like drag show, I think. And so there's just so much there going on. The fact that it's their first drag show is hot. They're doing Hannah Montana. It's outside. Like you can just tell that like someone is just very inexperienced, inexperienced, and is just about to take ills. You know, it's, you know, work, you know, work, work out the kinks. You know. And I'm glad that you know you can look back on it and maybe step your game up and like you know what to do for your next performance. You know, <laughs> drink water. Right. <laughs> Stay hydrated. Don't wear so many layers. Don't wear so many layers. <laughs> you know, I've there has been times where I've done that where I would like where I, it's my first time doing something so I really don't really know what to expect. <laughs> like, you know, and I like overdress and I, you know, just underprepare and I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> it really didn't bite me in the ass. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> um Um, okay, Sasha says that I, we can, we can, so again, say the name anyway, doesn't matter, <laughs> and said, so this one time I got really high at a house show and I was on a whole bunch of drugs, so I snapped, so I snatched up the mic and started performing. It gets so wild that I end up on top of the crowd, like crowd surfing, but while they were carrying me, I accidentally peed myself. I didn't realize that until they put me down and a friend points it out and I turn around and I realized that I had peed on a bunch of people and there was a guy there who was carrying who carried me who was licking his fingers ah! <laughs> it's just I mean I'm not kink shaming it's just I would have been like just to have the, like the idea of like me not knowing that I did something and then did something and then yeah cuz i mean i've never peed myself as an adult so like oh i have but so like <laughs> i couldn't imagine how mortified i'd be like if i peed myself i feel like that would probably be one of the most embarrassing moments of my life like i can't i can't imagine that like if i peed myself where other people could see it like Hmm, I don't know if I recover from that. Like, it's not for a while. <laughs> like, it take me a while to, like, be around, be able to be around that group of people anymore. I'd have to, like, isolate for a while and kind of just, like, do my thing online and hang out with my other friends and then later resurface back. But I know they're going to have a nickname in store for me that will never let me live it down. So, like, <laughs> I have to move out, get new friends, you know? Same thing. I understand. Personally, I don't care. I'm like, hmm, whatever, it happens. <laughs> Sometimes I get too drunk. Or sometimes it just like I one time I was coming home from when I was in college and my co bus commute was like, you know, over an hour and I really had to pee and it was like 
dead of winter. And then like, not only that, but from the bus stop to my house was another 20 minute walk. And I'm like, already when I was on the bus, it was got to the point where like, you know, when you have to pee so bad that you literally, there's like so much pain in your stomach that you can't even really walk for real. Mm-hmm. And then like, uh, I made t- like the majority of the way home. And then like, you know, when you're, you're, brain sees like your house like your body starts to like try to like do the thing and i'm like no 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 you can wait and then like after i was walking i was like i cannot walk anymore i was like you know what it's cold outside and nobody's out here so i'm just gonna let it go because there's no i i can't make it do this and make it up the stairs and the, no i was like you know i'll just do what i need to do right now and then i'll just go and take off these pants and take a shower like man's <laughs> what is what it is <laughs> it's like, yeah, i was like i don't even care and then this other one alias is farty this is one time i was playing around in the hallway with my friends during gym this was freshman year of high school and they were chasing me around for some reason whenever i'm being chased or whenever whether it's a joke or not or if i genuinely feel fear i don't know maybe it's because my body thinks i'm panicking so when i'm so i'm panicking when i'm running so i guess it must have triggered me or something but Anyway, running down the hall, fully aware that I'm fine. I'm pl- I'm playing, but I'm terrified, so I start farting. Because when I'm nervous, I fart. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared, and I hadn't done it in so many years. I mean, they just kept coming. Every step I took, a new fart came with it, and eventually realized that they had stopped chasing me. So I turned around, and they were just staring at me like, Oh, God, you know, what? So me being embarrassed, I said... Oh, you guys, did you hear my shoes? (laughs) They sounded like farts. Starts laughing way too hard for it to be a genuine laugh. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, uh, we heard them. (laughs) Uh, We heard them. And they walked away and I was so embarrassed, dude. Me and the girls actually weren't even friends after that happened. We just kind of stopped talking and then they just kind of avoided me. Uh, I'm sorry, Bean. <laughs> That's the last one I have. Oh, I can't imagine. I feel bad because I can't imagine getting farting every time I'm anxious because that would be a lot. <laughs> like a lot, and especially the part where you're every time you take a step. <laughs> Any people like that? That was just whenever they would run, it would just happen. And I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that that is in my nervous tick. Like, yeah, you know, I could, which that could so easily be right up there because as much stomach problems as I have, I'm surprised farting isn't in the iten- in the itinerary. I do it all the other times when yeah. I'm not when I'm relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, uh, yeah, but that that one was my favorite one because I was like, <laughs> did you hear my shoes? <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm like, if it was really awesome, you wouldn't even be laughing like that. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, and it's like, not only are they they're running behind you, so like they're pretty sure they could smell it. That's yeah, probably why know? they stopped chasing you. Yeah, <laughs> you were literally crop dusting them. <laughs> oh goodness! Fantastic. Okay, and you have any of your own? Uh, I have one embarrassing story that I wanted to share. Um, there was a time I was at work, 
back when I used to work at a casino, and like I was, I, there was like, I worked the front counter, and uh, where we would like check people in and da 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 da, and set up accounts and blah blah, blah print out vouchers. But then also we were also in charge of the in charge of the gift shop as well. So like I liked being able to go in the gift shop because one, it wasn't always super busy in there, and two, that was the only place with a chair. So if you if you if you worked in the gift shop, there you could sit down. And whereas if you worked in the front counter, there's no like chairs at all. So if you were working there eight hours, you were standing for eight hours. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. So I was just in there and like. Uh, the music they played didn't slap so like at all so like I would be singing songs to myself <laughs> and like have my own cause like a lot of times it was dead like you know <laughs> so a lot of times like, I'd be in there for like an hour and like nobody would come in so I'd be like well you know uh, Paula Cole Rock Block you know going up you know it's like I'm just <laughs> or whatever just like singing whatever I wanted to sing and like I'm Feeling myself when I had my own special private concert. Audience is great, crazy, you know. Uh, everyone's feeling beer everywhere in my mind, and you know, and I you been, were in a place where you thought you were alone. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> like I'm just like air guitaring and like whatever, and then like I I guess I you know threw it back a little too hard, <laughs> and my wig flies clean off. Like I mean, like <laughs> clean off. <laughs> And like, see, I could have easily just taken the L and put it back on. But put it right back on. <laughs> put this shit right back on. <laughs> and like, but I forgot that it wasn't just me, that we also had eyes in the sky, you know, because it's a casino. So there's like, you know, cameras, surveillance cameras. Surveillance cameras everywhere. So all of a sudden I get a call <laughs> to the gift shop phone. And it's like three different people. <laughs> Just over cracking up like ah ah like I saw that oh you buy it and you buy it oh, oh and I was like and then like I had to convince I was playing with the people that I wasn't bald headed that I just had on a black wig cap. <laughs> oh my god, got hair, but like my hair wasn't like, you know, done enough to where I could like, you know, flash it on camera and be like, I got hair. So I literally had to take the L. I was like, dang, I'm sorry. I mean, I got hair though. Um, I know because like everything you have to like overcompensate. And I got hair. And we're at my You see? You see? <laughs> but yeah, that was a, a moment that sticks sticks out to me a lot because it's just like I had never, I've never ever ever had my wig come off in public ever. <laughs> like I've been to concerts, I've done a lot of things, I've been on roller coasters with my <laughs> wig on, and they, it's never fallen off. And like, cause I'm usually really mindful about it, but I, I got a little too out of pocket, and I just it clean off <laughs> at work too. I was like, oh lord. And the fact that it was like a sur like surveillance, so it was like uh, several people saw it like that. And I know like you something in your stomach had to drop. Because, oh, of course. Because like as soon as that happened, all of a sudden you get a phone call. You're like, yeah. And they're like, oh, you ain't slick. I'm like, yeah, I saw that. I was like, dang. Yeah, they call me out like that. Literally, literally call me out. Call you out? <laughs> yeah, that's my story. Yeah, that one is gold. 
Because, you know, it was actually kind of hard to find, think of, like, embarrassing stories on our behalf. Well, because, one, I don't really embarrass very easily. I get anxious very easily. But I don't really get embarrassed very easily. Yeah, because I could fall in public and, like, spill food all over myself, and I still won't be embarrassed. I'll be upset that my clothes are ruined, you know, depending on what I'm wearing. But if I'm wearing, like, casual, like, jeans or something that I don't care about ruining then I'm just gonna laugh about it. You know, like... Like, I've literally walked down the street with period blood running down my leg before. Like, I, it's hard for me to get embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, like, to be honest. But, like, uh, for mine, it was mostly embarrassing about the after effect. Because mine was, like, it was um, about seven years ago when I was in Texas. And... We were all, you know, getting high and, like, having <laughs> fun and, like, so, like, um, our friends had made a bong out of an apple and we were going to, like, smoke out of it and it was going to be great. Everybody else got their turns and it was wonderful Then it got to be my turn. And then as soon as I lean in to, like, spark it, my bang catches the end of it and then my whole, like, bang just, like, was literally up in smoke. It looked like that Michael Jackson, young Michael Jackson, the Pepsi commercial. Yeah, like my hair was literally on fire. And then like, so naturally, me being um, the complete and total idiot that I am, like, I didn't think to like how to put it out. So I just like grabbed it with my hand and like stopped it like that. <laughs> and then when I, uh, when it all like finished, my bangs were so disgusting. Like it was like the worst, like the worst haircut. Like, because it was like, you know like how when you have your bangs, but like they go too far, cause I cut over too far. Like, cause since it was on the side of my head. So like one of my bangs like ended right where my face framing should and the other one was just like, oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, like, that was so, more, mostly what made it more, more embarrassing was, like, at that time, it was before I got into wigs, you know, so I was just wearing, like, clip-in extensions, so, like, I had to just wear those bangs out, like, <laughs> and it was, like, clearly, like, it was clearly, like, a malfunction there, because it wasn't, like, there was no way I could cut it to where it would look right, like, I had to literally just let it grow back, and, like, now, because now that see something like that wouldn't have embarrassed me now because now I'm like I could just wear a wig until this grows out, and they won't have to know. But back then it was like I had to wear that, and then like yeah, out, and then like I was just like oh god, and then like when I look at photos of that, I'm just like oh I remember that. Like I just remember like having one side like a nice and okay bang, and then the other side like halfway through like the middle of my head, just like you know just short, and I'm just like this is just. God, that was like the worst haircut I think I ever had in my life. Like, yeah. But yeah, that would be like my um, embarrassing story because obviously, anyone who knows if you have two black parents, your hair texture is going to be a lot thicker. So it's going to take a lot longer for it to grow back. So it wasn't like, oh yeah, I, you know, like burn my hair off so like two or three weeks my bangs are back to normal so like yeah it was like that for like months <laughs> yeah but it grew back yeah <laughs> yeah 
yeah, those are all of our um, embarrassing stories. And let's give it up for season one. Yes. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, which you all have been doing. Yes, we're at 300, 300 uh, yeah, we're, yeah, like we're, yeah. And I'm really happy. Like, I'm happy for all 300 of those followers. Yes. Like, you know, and. That's like 300 people that like support the podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy about it because like, this is a cool season. And you know what? Um, hopefully we'll be back with season two. And, uh. Maybe there will be some more shenanigans. This was so fun, and I be—I really wanted to like say thank you guys for supporting and listening and everything. It made it so fun. Like these last like what 11, 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, man, thank you guys. Like I honestly didn't think that it would be. I I always say it a lot, but like I really didn't think that this would like be that. A thing. A thing. And, like, so well-received by people. Exactly. So I, like, really appreciate the fact that you all take the time out of your day to listen to us for, like, an hour and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, on that note, um, we will see you in a couple weeks. Hopefully when this (laughs) quarantine's over. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see if, uh, you know, if we can, yeah, come back. And see how we're gonna do things if we want if you if you guys want us to, right? No, wait, wait, that's the end of season one. Oh my god, it's gonna be me and you, you and me forever. These adventures, <laughs> yeah, Vic and Morty, yeah, it'll be like uh, yeah, Twig and Roxy, uh, uh, adventures again. We'll do it again every with every season. <laughs> Later, Brad Colt. Our show is done. Who knew listening to trash could be this much fun? Thanks for tuning in, but yeah, I guess that's that. So, until next time, I'm Twiggy. And I'm Roxy, and you just took two tabs of acid brads. Yes, A-C-I-D-B-R-A-D-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-S-T-